Hello and welcome to another edition of Tech Check with Kay and the Citizen Crew. It's Cheryl in the driver's seat again today and we have Lyle. Say hi, Lyle. Greetings, my mortals. <laughs> and also with us today is Sean, the Citizen's recently appointed head of multimedia. Thank you, Cheryl. Guess who we have back in the studio today? It's our favorite tech guru, Mars Marseille-Bester from us. A lot of people yes. call me Mars, actually. It's like so <laughs> is common. Is that why your Twitter name is Martian? Well, yeah, that and because my email that I created when I was 13 is Marmaniki, which is Afrikaans <laughs> word for Martian. <laughs> I just stuck with, it's just the thing now. Any kind of variant of those. Just not Marshall, please. It's good to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm always happy to be here. Now, Masai, a few weeks ago, you delivered a true luxury device for the gamers here among us, the ROG Strix Scar 18. We were able to take it for a test drive. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about the device? It's probably the biggest gaming laptops that you'd get your hands on, if you could. It's an 18-inch display, so it is a monster. And the internals are pretty much the best you can get in terms of laptop gaming internals. You've got the 13th gen Core i9 as a CPU spec. On the graphics, you have the 40 series cards. We've got the 4080 and 4090 RTX spec in South Africa. And then on RAM, you've got 32 gigs and a terabyte or up SSD. And yeah, it's just like fully specced, fully ready to throw whatever you can at it, basically. And of course, you get all of the really nice cooling tech built in that ASUS does proprietary and a lot of nice RGB lighting, Mm. which you need, obviously. (laughs) We definitely love those. We definitely did. Marseille, I just want to ask you a question. Is that the first 40 series cards that they brought into the country? I think it might be the first from ASUS that is on the market with the 40 series cards. Mm. All of the gaming laptops launched this year will come with 40 series cards on the higher end. And some of our design machines and higher end ZenBook machines will also come with the 40 series cards this year. The day before the ROG Strix launch, I saw NVIDIA saying that they are launching the RTX 40. So yeah. I think yours is the first because their launch was a few days before. Yeah. This so the embargo broke, I think, a few days before our launch. Yes. So I do believe they might be the first to bring it into the country. I could definitely see a big upgrade from the 30 series to the 40 series. Yeah, it is a big upgrade. It is also obviously a better investment if you have an older card to have waited for the 40 series because from the 40, 50 upwards, all of them do perform significantly better than the previous gen. So it is a really good investment. And then obviously the 13th gen, Intel is also a very powerful chip. So definitely worth looking at if you have a much older machine. This year is a good year to do that. Does it come with the AMD model? Not in the SCAR series. We do bring in lower spec um, Strix machines with AMD cards. So Intel is definitely punching back here. I I see them definitely doing something about the AMD dominance over the last few years. On the high end, we do only Intel mainly, especially the Core i9. But yeah, low end, we do have a few AMD variants. So it really just depends on the spec you want and the body you want or the Mm. chassis you want. And we do have a few options, especially on the gaming side. Mm. On the lower, lower end, on VivoBook, we also have a few AMD options. 
I do prefer Intel. I think they have just better dominance in the market, in most markets and in South Africa, and really good performance, really good support if you have problems. It is a bit more expensive. I think that's the one thing where AMD does have an upper hand is that their components are a bit more affordable. I think it comes down to preference. Like, mm. what do you prefer? A lot of gamers are diehard AMD and a lot of gamers are diehard Intel. So it really just depends on the person and what they are willing to spend and what they're willing to put into their machines if mm. they're building or if they're buying a laptop. When I built my gaming computer a few years ago, or when I had it built, the AMD was by far the best option for me because... I could get so much more for the same amount that I would get a lesser PC if yeah. it was Intel. So when I built my desktop PC, that was that was the motivation, was I can get a really powerful computer for a lot less. But the 13th gen chips are out of this world. Yeah, they perform really well. The 12th gen also actually performed very, mm. very well. We mm. didn't have a lot of issues with them actually. Personally, I'd go for Intel this gen or previous gen. When it comes to graphics, I do prefer NVIDIA. I think it performs very well, especially com combined with the Intel chips. But you guys played with the Strix. What did you think? I loved the cooling because out of all of the laptops that I've reviewed, every single one of them across various brands, they overheat. If you use it, if you really push your laptop to the limits, they will overheat. No matter the brand, they always overheat. This one, not once. Out of everything that I did with it, out of how many tabs I had open or how many things I ran simultaneously, it didn't overheat. I'm not sure if Lyle had any issues with it being hot, but I so didn't. So I, I actually did testing on it and it, it performed four to six degrees cooler than the previous gen. And I think that's because all of the cables were coming out of the side. So aesthetically, it might not look as good. It does help with the cooling. But it really does help with the cooling. No, so it does. It I, was, I was super impressed because even the fans, they didn't sound like overly loud. So no, it didn't sound was, like a jet engine. No, they were quiet. And it's because it has seven heat pipes. Is that correct? It, I read something I think I can't that. remember the number of heat pipes but it's exactly. A lot. <laughs> but it has uh, three fans. And the fan technology is actually where ROG and Asus really pride ourselves. You should remember that every single one of the laptop manufacturers get the same internal components to work with if you're working on a Windows machine. And it all comes down to how that laptop manufacturer puts those components together and what they build into the chassis. In our case, the fan and the cooling technology are all developed by us to specifically help get the best performance out of these components and make sure that they don't overheat because the, the further we go down developing new CPUs, especially the Intel CPUs, they do run hotter and hotter almost every year. It's important to keep everything cool. So yeah, the cooling in the Strix is probably one of the best I've seen on our machines also. And it's just also done in such an aesthetic way. Like it doesn't, it's, it's it beautiful. A, it's a bulky machine. Obviously, there's a lot in there, mm. but it's a really good looking machine at the same time. What do you make of the notch? Because when I saw the notch, I immediately thought of Apple. The camera notch. The camera notch, yeah. Yeah, yes. so I don't know if you guys remember the previous Gen Strix car didn't have a camera. Yes. 
And before that, also didn't have a camera. And we got feedback from users over the years. And people were just like, dude, we need a camera. <laughs> like, we're working from home and stuff. People need cameras. So it's come back, obviously. And to, we try to still keep bezels as slim as possible while giving the most screen real estate as possible and working in a camera. And that's why there is a little notch. But you don't really realize it. No, it doesn't. Because the screen's also 16 by 10 now. Yes get a bigger vertical real estate as well so you're not really losing anything by doing a small little notch at the I, top I, I found that the notch disappeared and it also acted really well as a as a handle to lift the screen up. yeah mm. it does it was an interesting design but it worked for me because I appreciate the thinner the bezel the happier you're going to get me Yeah. so I appreciate seeing more of the screen is there any plans in the future maybe to upgrade that camera maybe to something a little bit better Yeah. it performed decently well it's really not the best I think if you, honestly, if you're a gamer or a content creator that, and you're using a gaming laptop, you will probably invest in a, an external camera. Streaming video. Even though we cannot assume that people will do that, I think it is a good note to look at improving the quality on the front-facing camera. It is something that people use more and more. So Lyle, if you could change one thing about it, what would you change? So actually, I think it was a pretty good device all around. It was a good all around. I enjoyed the trackpad. I feel it was really smooth as well as the keyboard. It was really nice and the key travel was very nice. And Cheryl <laughs> made sure to tell me. <laughs> I could see the smile coming. <laughs> I do appreciate a good Yeah, I'm the travel. same. Writers just like, that's the first thing we taste that's on the, the machine. Exactly. That is the, when I get a laptop for review, the first thing is I put my fingers on the keyboard. Yep. And I want to see what it feels like if I press that button. I'm exactly the same. And if I'm not mistaken, this one has a 1.2 millimeter key travel. That sounds right. The first thing I check. <laughs> <laughs> because I needed to know what the keyboard would be like. And I love the keyboard. And the gaming performance was like spot on. Really, the, I turned, I was playing Cyberpunk and I turned everything up to max. There yeah, were as like you, as one zero does. issues. As one That's one the does. first thing you have to do when you taste the gaming laptop. <laughs> Beautiful game, by the way, guys. Yeah. If anybody hasn't played it, you really should. Oh, don't we? That, that we should do a different podcast for Cyberpunk because I can sit here talking for three hours about Cyberpunk straight. So don't tempt me today, Lyle. Don't tempt okay, me. Okay, my, my first favorite game is actually StarCraft 2 so I'm like <gasps> really? part of the I older, also play older, StarCraft older generation. Too. Yeah, I'm not really that good though, guys. I'm so. also not good. I can't <laughs> play like competitive at all. I went into an online game once. <laughs> And they took me out in the first like five minutes and I was like, no, this is not for me. Thank you. I'll play with my friends. <laughs> so like I, I, I actually reached gold tier level, but then like after that, it became super impossible to do anything. The, the people playing that game are just so insanely good. I don't know. Like that's all they do probably. It's, <laughs> yeah. You, you're talking about 300 uh, actions per minute. So no, there's no. no way my fingers can move that fast. So, no. so a good question from me would be, does using this laptop make playing that game more enjoyable. It is an old game so it doesn't yeah. really count. You can play StarCraft 2 on like a, a Vivo book. <laughs> <laughs> So it Fair doesn't point. really count. It's more just a fun game. Yeah. So, Sean, why don't you tell me your favorite game? Yeah. So, you know me, I'm uh, EA Sports, FIFA all the way. I love my soccer, always playing soccer. You ladies probably hate it. You're like, 
You're doing the same thing again. It's just a different team. But yes, it's a skill that you have to master because getting to learn all those controls is is a skill in its own. So I can't Learning play FIFA. To... I just prefer not to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I can respect that you really good at it or enjoy it, but and I do online. Me. That's my thing. Okay. Like, and then and then one one more question with regards to FIFA. Well, how do you feel like when it lags? Because I've been having this thing. I don't know <laughs> what the hell is going on. But my internet connection just drops once, twice a week, and it's super frustrating. It is so annoying because now FIFA has the Interactive World Cup. So the Interactive World Cup is a series of six matches to reach the final. But if you lose connection in the first match, you get thrown out and you have to start again. Oh no. So if you get your way up to the quarterfinals and you get lose connection, you have to start again. So, right. So um, there you are asking me what's my favorite thing about the laptop or what would I change? Mm-hmm. I would definitely shop a router with my laptop as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone does bundles like that. That's a good idea. It makes so much of a difference to have a gaming router, Sean. It will change your life. And um, I'm talking zero lag. And the, the, tell the, me more about zero lag. <laughs> Yeah, no, the other thing is we still have people playing on HSDPA connections, 4G connections using these little um, dongles. And I'd love to know how much data that uses for a gamer to play on a monthly basis. Sorry to come in here, but isn't that just an amazing word? It's a dongle. Yeah, definitely. It's a dongle. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm so far past the days of checking how much data I have left because I'm obviously on to an unlimited plan now. But you know, when you start out gaming and you start working, you can't really afford the best internet out there. I'm here to murder the internet if, if I don't do two terabytes a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough. <laughs> now, One wonder they've will... been cutting your connection. <laughs> <laughs> One day we will go into the realm of petabytes. I wrote about that the other day. One petabyte byte is a thousand gigabytes. Anyway, getting back to the question of the routers, right? <laughs> Basically, what happens is they prioritize packets, Sean. So if your wife is watching Netflix and you're playing games, they'll prioritize your gaming packets to come before her streaming packets. Because streaming doesn't need a lot, eh? Yeah, because it buffers, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Cheryl, yes. what would you change about the laptop? <laughs> what I would change is I'm always on the lookout for a smaller, lighter, thinner laptop, but I know that that won't work with what this laptop offers you. So I appreciate the size, but yes, I, I would have liked a little bit lighter, but that's probably defying science. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to put up with a heavy laptop if it makes me happy, which it did. The only other thing that I was sad about is the price. Okay. Yeah, I can never afford it. But then again, I do understand why it costs yeah. as much as it does. If you compare it to yes. any competitor's laptop that has the same spec, yes. it's going to be a similar mm. price. So it makes me sad because I can't afford it, but it is what it is. Yeah, uh, Previous generations will always uh, go down. Yeah. So, mm. so n- newer stuff coming in is always good for us consumers. Yeah, we have an older model, Strix at home. So when future Strixes come out, then I will get the Sky 18. I, okay, think, it's, cool. I think it's about time <laughs> for you to get the Sky team. But also, if you're interested in smaller machines, you can look at the SCAR 16 and That's future generations. Have. Yeah. Mm. Or we have, like, obviously, ROG has so many different variants of, 
of laptops. And a lot of them can be specced up to strict Sky 18 levels, depending on what you are willing to pay, obviously. And a lot of them come in much smaller chassis. So especially if you look at like the Zephyrus range, you've had some of the Zephyrus machines, mm. the new Flow range, which we launched a few years ago, and it's doing very well. That's a more portable kind of gaming laptop that you can just throw in your bag. Go. I do love the Zephyrus. I think I've reviewed quite a few of them before. Yeah. So Flow would be like the ultimate for me, actually, because it strikes a nice middle ground. The Z13. Yeah. So, uh, Masai, you said earlier that you prefer the NVIDIA card because of the video editing capabilities. Because I'm a video editor, videographer. Head of multimedia. Um, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit more why you prefer that NVIDIA card? I think it's just, it just comes down to graphics processing power. The better the cards become and the more graphics capabilities they get, the more you'll be able to obviously process graphics while editing and while gaming. I actually prefer them for gaming. I don't edit as much myself. But yeah, it really depends. If you're into editing and like 3D editing, animation, all of those a lot more hardcore kind of processes, it's definitely worth looking at a higher spec card. But it really just depends. Like at the end of the day, it depends on what every person's needs are. Like if you're just editing videos, you don't need the highest spec card. If you're just playing StarCraft 2, you don't need the highest spec card. That's also why laptops and like if you build a PC, it is speckable. You can go according to exactly what your specific needs are. So yeah, I think that's it just comes down to preference and needs. And people need to take that into account. I'm excited so, about the RTX 40 series. Sorry, Lyle. Because it's such a powerful card. I want to start doing video editing. And for that specifically, the reviews that I read, everybody said the RTX 40 is, is a beast when it comes to editing. I would recommend for the two of you all to check out the ASUS Pro Art series. So that one is not only a good card, but it comes with a beautiful screen. Yeah. So it actually is better to look at uh, machines tailored for creatives. And we have a very big range specifically for people who do creative work. It's, yeah, it's an interesting thing that happened where a lot of creatives were actually buying gaming laptops because uh, GPUs. Mm. Um, they couldn't edit, you can't edit really on like... A, car, a machine without a GPU. So we saw that happening and obviously a lot of other brands did this also, but Asus went and we basically took a lot like gaming machine and we rebranded the whole chassis and rebranded the marketing and everything and it's called the studio book and it's literally built for someone who does creative work all the time. A lot of them are sold to people like architects and 3D developers and engineers and people who work in 3D programs because those programs need so much graphics processing that you need like an RTX 30 or 40 card to actually run those apps. I don't know all their names. It's like Revix and... I actually uh, studied drafting. Autodesk makes all the software. Rovit is one yeah, of the software right. um, okay. under the umbrella. And then they also have the AutoCAD and yeah. ArchiCAD. And obviously all those 2D plans that you do can be converted into 3D plans. And you, I've seen software like that where you can walk through the building to demonstrate it and obviously like you say that can be very labor intensive on the GPU yeah I've actually seen some of those walkthroughs it's super insane you can go down to every single screw and have a look at the wow. size of the screw and the nut That's and the cool. bolt it's very impressive are the charging ports now all USB-C it depends on the machine I know on the Strix you get the the Strix Sky 18 comes with standard with a big charging block I can't remember the wattage it's like 120 120 watts yeah. and it has the option 
to charge with a USB-C also, but that one doesn't come in the box. It's an additional purchase. But you do have the option, so if you're traveling with it, which I don't think a lot of people will do because it's quite heavy. It is heavy. But if you do, you can actually use a USB-C charger instead of the big block charger. I'll tell you what, if I found one, I'll go everywhere with it. No, well, yeah. I'm the opposite. So if I pay 90,000 rand for a laptop, I'm not taking it off my desk. It's bolted to my desk and that's where it's saying, and, no cat is going to knock that off my table. It's not going anywhere. And during load shedding? What about it? How are you going to charge it? Well, my cable setup will be by my desk and the laptop will just stay in one position for the rest of its existence. <laughs> So Cheryl's working with more of a studio setup there. I do have a studio setup. I have a custom-built desk that's two meters by 800 centimeters. Massive table. I'm not moving the laptop from there. The laptop stays there forever. I just want to say thank you so much to Marseille for letting us play with these gadgets. Just to mention there, we were one of the first in the country to get our hands on it. So thank wow. you for yeah, that. Yeah, you were. Wow. Yes, we were. We had it before we were allowed to say that we had it. <laughs> I definitely enjoy playing with the devices, but I'm so sad when we have to give it back. Everyone tells me, like, you have the best job. You get to play with all of these cool new laptops. But I really don't. <laughs> it comes into the office and the first thing I do is send it out to you guys. And then it comes back and I send it out again. And I really only get to play with it like a year after it's launched so then it's not really new anymore it is exciting still it's nice to see all the new tech as it comes out that's what i love about reviewing the devices is you get to see all of the latest greatest all of things the latest stuff, but yeah. yes like lyle said it's very sad so, to send it back so just from an rog perspective there's a lot of really cool announcements coming up in the next few months so more amazing things like the scar 18 i can't say better i don't think i'm allowed to but like <laughs> <laughs> I would say for myself, personal preference, I would rather buy the next big thing we're at now. Okay, okay, that's, that's um, a good clue. And Computex, the biggest computer expo in the world, is happening end of May. So the announcement will happen around then. We will probably definitely have samples in the country by then. So you'll also get that one before Yay. the local launch. Cool. And local launch will be about mid-June. So we are planning a big launch again. We are bringing in a lot of quantity of of this gaming machine. And sounds good. I think you guys are going to love it. Well, there you have it. The ROG Strix Scar 18 definitely gets a thumbs up from us. You can check out our full review, listen to us on citizen.coza or follow the Citizen News on Iono FM. Thanks again, Marseille, for coming through and chatting to us. It's always a pleasure to have you in the studio. Thank you. That's it from us for now. Until the next episode of Tech Check with Kay and the Citizen crew, stay awesome. 